Western corporate media outlets constantly claim that any countries that are being targeted by NATO and the U.S. empire for regime change are rogue states. Iran, Venezuela, Cuba, China, Russia, the DPRK, they're all rogue states who supposedly violate the rules-based international order, of course, in which the U.S. empire makes the rules and orders everyone around. But in reality, if you look at the United Nations and the U.N.-based international law system, not the international rules-based order in which the West makes the rules, the international law-based system with its center at the United Nations. If we look at votes there, it's actually the U.S. and its allies and proxies that are the real rogue regimes. It's the United States that votes constantly against the vast majority of the countries on Earth. And we see this again and again and again. An example of this is with apartheid Israel. Since 1967, the Israeli apartheid regime has been illegally occupying multiple parts of West Asia, including Palestinian territories, Egyptian territory, Jordanian territory, Syrian territory. The Israeli apartheid regime has millions of Palestinians living in Gaza in an open-air concentration camp and in the occupied West Bank under an illegal racist military occupation. And what happens? Every single year, consistently, the United States goes against the entire world and votes to defend apartheid Israel, to shield apartheid Israel from any international consequences. We saw yet another example of this on October 28th, when there was a vote at the United Nations General Assembly to condemn the Israeli apartheid regime for its illegal possession of nuclear weapons. And what happened? The vast majority of countries on Earth, 152 member states of the United Nations, voted to condemn apartheid Israel for its illegal nuclear weapons, calling on Israel to get rid of its nuclear weapons and to finally go along with the Non-Proliferation Treaty, the NPT, which Israel has refused to abide by. Only five countries voted against this UN resolution. The United States, Canada, apartheid Israel itself, and the two tiny island nations of Palau and Micronesia. No disrespect to the people of those two very small countries. Just because a country's small doesn't mean it doesn't deserve a voice at the UN. Obviously, all countries do. But these are small countries with a few thousand inhabitants. And they, are, unfortunately, are basically bribed and blackmailed by the United States to vote along with the U.S. at the United Nations constantly. They, unfortunately, are kind of semi-colonies. They don't have much sovereignty. So basically, the vote was the U.S., two colonies of the U.S., Canada, and apartheid Israel. Those were the only countries on earth that voted against this resolution. Again, 152 countries voted to demand that Israel give up its illegal nuclear weapons. Here is the full list. You can see that 24 countries abstained, and the vast majority of them are members of the European Union or their NATO allies, and you also have India. India has a very far-right government led by the party BJP, which is a Hindu nationalist, extremely anti-Muslim party, and it's very supportive of apartheid Israel. They do a lot of weapons trade, uh, buy, buying military equipment from apartheid Israel. And also India, of course, has its own nuclear weapons. So India abstained. 
the majority of the other countries that abstained are members of the European Union. Um, you also have Australia, you have Georgia, and uh, you also have, you know, uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast, interestingly. But most of the other countries, Papua New Guinea as well, most of the other countries are the West, the European Union, right? They just go along with the U.S. pretty much on everything. So according to any consistent definition of rogue state, these are the actual rogue states. The United States, Canada, Britain, European Union member states. Those are the real rogue states because if you look at their votes on the international stage, the actual international community, they consistently go against the vast majority of the international community. International community doesn't mean the U.S. and its puppets and allies. That's not what international community means. The United Nations is the actual international community. And all we have to do is look at these votes, and we can see very clearly who the real rogue states are. Now, let's look at the resolution itself. This is, it was introduced on October 3rd, and the resolution is called The Risk of Nuclear Proliferation in the Middle East. And it was introduced by the region, by the other countries in West Asia and the Arab League, specifically Algeria, Bahrain, Comoros, Djibouti, Egypt, Iraq, Jordan, Kuwait, Lebanon, Libya, Mauritania, Morocco, Oman, Qatar, Saudi Arabia, Somalia, Sudan, Tunisia, United Arab Emirates, Yemen, and the state of Palestine, which is recognized by the United Nations, although it's colonized by apartheid Israel and has very little control. But you, so you see, it's mostly the West Asia, Northern Africa, and these, these are the countries actually in the region. Not a single one of them has nuclear weapons. Apartheid Israel is the only country in West Asia and the so-called Middle East that has nuclear weapons. And we don't know the exact number because Apartheid Israel refuses to publicly acknowledge its possession of these planet-destroying weapons. But according to experts, we know that Apartheid Israel probably has at least 90 nuclear warheads and potentially as many as 400. Now, if we go to this resolution, it is very straightforward. The entire resolution is based on international law. It's only three pages. It spends much of that time just recognizing the existing international legal documents and tenants and how the apartheid Israeli regime is in violation of those. And then it concludes saying that the resolution, it calls on apartheid Israel to abide by the NPT, the Treaty on the Non-Proliferation of Nuclear Weapons, which Israel refuses, refuses to abide by. And it also points out that these calls have been made for many years, going back decades. It's just reiterating these calls. It, it stresses that Israel must join the NPT and place all of its nuclear facilities under comprehensive IAEA safeguards. That's the International Atomic Energy Agency. And it also says that Israel, the apartheid Israeli regime, must agree not to develop, produce, test, or otherwise acquire nuclear weapons. Israel must renounce possession of nuclear weapons, and it must place all of its unsafeguarded nuclear facilities under full IAEA safeguards as an important confidence-building measure among all states of the region and as a step toward enhancing peace and security. So pretty straightforward. 
And again, 152 UN member states voted to support this resolution. That is 79% of the total UN member states. There are 193 in total. So 79%, that is basically 80% of the, the global community, of the actual international community, is telling apartheid Israel, stop violating international law. Give up your illegal nuclear weapons. That is the definition of a rogue state. And, it, and the US and Canada continue to protect this colonialist project that keeps 2 million Palestinians in an open-air prison camp in Gaza and millions more under brutal racist occupation, in addition to millions more who are treated as third-class citizens inside 48 proper, inside occupied Israeli territory proper. So, or uh, the territory that belongs to the Palestinian people that's considered technically part of Israel, but belongs to the Palestinian people who were ethnically cleansed. So, this, this is a shorter episode. I just wanted to re reflect on that because it's very important to look at actual votes at the United Nations. That establishes what the actual international law-based system is. And that's why the United States is so insistent on popularizing this concept of the so-called international rules-based order in which the U.S. empire and Wall Street and big corporations and capitalists create the rules and order everyone around. Because they do not control international law. And at the United Nations, they consistently vote against the rest of the world. They understand that the rest of the world does not support them. So they have to try to rewrite international law, replace international law, and create a new international system in which the U.S. empire is in charge. It's an international dictatorship. That's the, the so-called rules-based order. It's the global dictatorship led by the U.S. empire, the unipolar U.S. empire, based in Wall Street. So it's, it's a global dictatorship of the U.S. capitalist class and the U.S. corporations that want to exploit all of the natural resources and labor of every country on Earth. So a bunch of billionaire oligarchs like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Bill Gates and Larry Ellison and Larry Page and Warren Buffett and all those other capitalist oligarchs so they can continue making money and exploiting the world.